Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast or welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast if this is your first time listening. Happy February. I don't know about you, but I cannot think of February without thinking about Valentine's Day. And I can't think about Valentine's Day without thinking about love, relationships, and being single. And you know, there's been a common thread in a lot of the questions that I've been getting in my DMs on Instagram lately, and they all seem to tie into being single. How to deal with being single and how to be happy being single and things of that nature. The other question I get asked a lot about is my toxic and abusive relationship that I was in, which if you didn't know, from 2012 until 2016, I was in a very toxic and abusive relationship. Yes, physically abusive as well. And honestly, I have only recently begun to unpack that time in my life. And I've only recently begun to really understand just how traumatic and bad it actually was. And I'm not in the right headspace today to talk about that, but I am happy to expand on that more at a later date. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, I'm still actively working on healing and moving through that. And I really have to mentally prepare for discussions on that time in my life because it's a lot. And I've mostly repressed it for the last four and a half years. So with that being said, I do know that I'm not the only one who has gone through abuse and domestic violence. And I definitely want to use my platform to speak my truth and to speak to those who have experienced the same or something similar, because I oftentimes think back to that time in my own life and wish that I had easier access to more resources. You know, I also feel like Maybe hearing other people's stories back then could have changed the trajectory of my situation. Or maybe not, you know? I don't know. There's no going back now. But either way, I do feel really strongly about doing more to show up on that topic. And I feel like speaking on it would ultimately be a powerful and healing step for me. But that is a topic for another day because like I said, I'm just not in the right headspace today to talk about it. But today I want to talk about being single and I'm going to do my best to hopefully shift your perspective on being single because I truly believe that being single is not a bad thing. You guys, honestly, the best years of my life thus far have been the ones that I've spent single. Just me, myself, and I. The greatest shifts The most rewarding gifts in my life and in my career have been a direct result of me pouring all of my time and energy into myself. You know, the two questions I get asked the most is how I deal with being single and how I'm happy being single. And to put it simply, being single is what I needed. 
coming out of a four-year toxic and abusive relationship that was so crazy. I mean, so, so crazy. I had literally no sane choice other than to retreat and take time for myself. My inner and outer universe was such a mess. And when I got honest with myself towards the end of that relationship, I knew that while the abuse and chaos and trauma that I endured was not necessarily my fault, right? Like I'm not going to take responsibility for all of that. I was able to realize that I did play a role in the situation because for some reason I allowed it. And the fact that I allowed it and rationalized to myself for so many years that that type of treatment was okay for me literally scared the shit out of me because I did not want to repeat that. I could not live like that. And I knew that if I didn't take time for me, I would never be able to transcend that way of living. And I would never be able to move beyond that way of relating to myself and to others. I know people that bounce from relationship to relationship. They feel like they can't be alone. As soon as they break up with someone, they need to start dating someone else. And straight up, no shade if that is you, but that does not work for me. It just doesn't work for me. Every time I attempted to get out of that toxic and abusive relationship, so many people gave me the advice that I needed to start dating someone new, that I should just sleep with someone else and that that would help me get over it. And I know that their advice was coming from a good place, right? They wanted me to move on. They wanted me to be happy. But that was quite possibly the worst advice for me because I do not work like that. And frankly, I don't really know if it's healthy for anyone to try to find closure or forward movement in that way. But for me personally, I cannot compartmentalize my feelings from physical intimacy. And I'm not the type of person that can go and be physical with someone when I'm thinking about someone else. And that's just not going to help me move on and get over the last person. And it just doesn't work for me. I don't see that as being a long-term solution, right? It's kind of just like putting a bandaid over it and hoping that the feelings repress themselves and you get distracted by the new person. And that to me is not true closure and that's not true healing and it's not true emotional independence. So when people ask me, you know, how I deal with being single, for me, being single is not something that I feel like I have to deal with. And I don't feel like it's something that has been done to me or something that I'm a victim of. Being single is something I've chosen. I have chosen to be single because I desperately needed to heal myself and get to the root of why I allowed myself to be abused. I went through some really gnarly trauma and the only way I was going to survive and thrive in life was to be with myself and to heal the relationship that I have with myself. I have never thought about being single as something that I have to deal with It's something that in my heart of hearts, I knew that I needed to do. Now, prior to my abusive relationship, I felt like being single was a bad thing. I was waiting to be picked. I was waiting to be chosen. You know, I have a lot of issues surrounding self-worth and abandonment, and I have 
a nice hefty side of daddy issues because I don't have a good relationship with my father. And so I think all of that really played into getting into that abusive relationship. And so I use that as a marker in time because something shifted for me during that time, you know, and while that was the absolute worst time of my life, it also taught me so much. And it also launched me on this quest of building a solid relationship with myself and actually gave me an opportunity to learn how to show up for myself. And that shit is priceless. And speaking of being alone, I mean, I actually really like being by myself. I enjoy my own company. I love being able to do my own thing. And that's not to say that if someone amazing and super aligned came into my life that I wouldn't want to explore a relationship with them, but it's not something that I'm actively seeking. And it's also not something that I feel like I need in my life to feel okay. I don't need a relationship to feel loved or to feel whole and neither do you. Part of the way that I was able to get to the place that I'm at now with being single is because I was in such a terrible relationship, right? Where I did live for so many years stuck somewhere else. Like I remember this one day particularly, I was waiting across the street and I was completely zoned out. I was completely zoned out, upset, thinking about my ex and whatever drama we had going on at that time. And I was just standing there, not thinking about what I was doing, not thinking about where I was going. I was on a totally different planet, thinking about my ex who completely consumed me 24 seven. And I remember like snapping out of this almost hypnotic state that I had fallen into thinking, I wonder if I'll ever get to the point where I can be fully present with whatever it is that I'm doing. I wonder if I'll ever get to the point where I actually own the space in my mind. And while I don't want to get too much into it today, that toxic relationship was really addictive. It was all consuming, like I said, and it nearly took me down and cost me my life. I full on thought that I would never be able to get out of that toxic cycle. And there were many moments where I tried to convince myself that I simply just had to surrender to that way of life. I remember being like, Shayla, this is your life. You're never going to be able to stop. You'll never be able to leave him. This is is what your life is. You're never going to be free of this. It was really scary, honestly. So once I was able to get to a point where I had actually begun to move away from that toxic cycle, the further and further I got away from that, the more feverishly I tried to protect my independence and alone time. The more I really craved being single, the more proud I was to be single. I really saw the value in owning the space in my mind owning my energy, owning my time, right? Like before I thought that I just had no control over my mind, over my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, over my physical space, my energetic space, my heart. So once I started to gain more independence and experience what it felt like to truly be free, being single and independent became a prize. And it was one that I really valued and worked hard to protect. And I know that that might not be relatable for everyone. I know that not everyone that is single 
is single after an abusive and or toxic relationship. But again, I'm just sharing my experience and sharing how I arrived at the level of contentment I have with being single. The path to finding contentment with being single is going to be different for everyone. You know, again, for me, it was because I came from such a terrible situation, which made it really easy for me to see the joy and value in being single. But I think regardless of your reasonings for being single, one thing that's really helpful is to start putting more value on your time and energy. And also realizing that while a relationship is an absolutely beautiful thing, it's not everything. And if you're like, well, I'm single and I'm unhappy and I'm lonely, I understand that you feel unhappy and you feel lonely sometimes. I feel those things sometimes too. It's totally normal to crave connection from other humans like that. It's a normal human desire to crave connection. But I think it's also important to understand that your happiness has to come from you. So even if you were in a relationship with someone, that can't be the thing that you're relying on for your happiness. You have to find fulfillment, happiness, and joy within yourself outside of your relationship to others. If you rely solely on others for your joy, happiness, worth, and fulfillment, you're setting yourself up for failure. Attaining love, joy, happiness, and fulfillment from others has to be an added bonus, not the foundation. And I think the only way that you can really get to that place is by giving yourself that time and space with yourself to strengthen the relationship you have with yourself, to get clear on what your boundaries are, to get clear on how you want to experience this life, how you want to feel, to learn to be independent and to practice cultivating joy independent from others, you know? And I think that that can be really hard to do if you're in relationship with someone because it can be hard to decipher your energy from theirs, your wants and desires from theirs. But if you take time for you and build a solid foundation and know who you are and know what you want, then you're able to better hold your own ground when you are in relationship. Even though I can't say that I've had a healthy adult romantic relationship in my lifetime yet, I really do believe that the healthiest relationships are the ones where two happy, whole on their own people come together. Not two halves of people feeling broken, coming together, hopefully trying to form one. I think it's really powerful when two people are independently joyful, independently fulfilled and passionate about life and choose to come together and grow in love, right? Not two halves coming together, hoping the partnership will fix the other and seeking happiness and relief and desperation. Being single can allow you the time to explore and to better understand yourself. And I think that there's just so much value and power in being single. And I think if you start to look at this time, you are being gifted with yourself as an opportunity for you to work on you and do you, you'll really be able to see the power and value in it too. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? I'm not over here saying I never, ever, ever think about having a partner or that I'm never lonely or that I'm never wishing that I was in a relationship. There are definitely moments where I think to myself, hmm, this would be nice to share with someone. You know, I definitely have those moments and I definitely desire a healthy partnership and I really look forward to having that when the time comes. But in those moments, when I'm thinking, hmm, This would be nice to share with someone, you know, instead of letting that feeling move me to a place of lack, I try to redirect my awareness back to gratitude, gratitude for what's to come and gratitude for what is. 
And what I mean by that is, you know, gratitude for what's to come. That's obvious, right? I try to feel grateful and excited for that future partnership that's on its way to me. But when I say gratitude for what is, I mean gratitude for being single. Because the reality is that if a partnership and family is meant for me, then that means the next stage of my life will be marriage and kids. And at that point, my life won't just be about me anymore right? It'll be about my husband. It'll be about my kids and everyone else in my life. I won't have the same freedoms that I do now. So I try to remember that this time that I have with myself where I get to do whatever I want, whenever I want is really special and impermanent. And I know that one day I'll look back on this time and miss it. Kind of like that saying, you don't know what you got till it's gone. You know, that's why you got to savor each season and stage of life because everything's impermanent. I also try to remind myself that being single is infinitely better than being in a misaligned partnership. Like OMG, no thank you, I'm not here to waste my time. I would much rather be alone than be hanging out with someone that I literally cannot stand or that doesn't support me or that is not being kind to me, so on and so forth. So I would much rather be single than be in a partnership just because I'm feeling lonely or I feel like I need to be in one. And you know, now that I've done so much work on myself and so much healing and invested so much of my time into the relationship I have with myself, I am much more mindful about who I share myself with. That goes for romantic relationships, friendships, business partnerships. So when I get asked about how I deal with being single, my concern with this question is the perspective. I get it if you ask someone how they deal with discrimination or how do you deal with that injury, but being single, you guys, being single is not inherently negative. And when you attach the word deal to it, it really makes it seem that way. And that is what I want to change. Being single is a gift. The relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship that you're ever going to have as it sets the tone for every other relationship in your life. If you're not good with you, a healthy relationship is going to be really challenging. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I also think that when it comes to being single and feeling bad about it or allowing it to affect your self-worth, it's really important for you to move away from the energy of waiting to be picked. Waiting to be picked by someone is a reflection of you not valuing yourself. And we have got to change that because you are amazing, beautiful, worthy, important, valuable, powerful, and so much more. Okay, so if you're single right now, now is the time for you to pour your energy into yourself. Now is the time for you to explore all of the things that bring you joy. Now is the time for you to date yourself. Let's move away from that I'll be happy when mentality and energy and move into cultivating self-sustaining happiness and love right now. Also, I just want to be clear, you can be single and happy while still being excited for a future partnership. Just because I'm happy and content being single doesn't mean I'm anti-relationship or closed off to partnership, right? One doesn't negate the other. And if a healthy, loving, and joyful partnership is something that you are really desiring right now, the most powerful thing that you can do to manifest that is to raise your vibration. Going around, sulking, focusing on what you don't have, that's just going to bring you more lack. Like attracts like. You got to get into the vibe of love and joy. 
Like attracts like, guys. Rather than focusing on being single and sitting in lack energy, creatively visualize how your future partner is going to make you feel. If you listen to the podcast episode on manifestation that I did with Jordana Levine, we touched on this a little bit. She's amazing. She has a new book called Higher Love, which I actually pre-ordered, but I haven't gotten it yet. I'm so sad because I'm so excited to read it. But Higher Love is a manifestation book about manifesting high vibrational love. And we talked a little bit about Higher Love in the podcast that I did with her. And she shared a new way to manifest a partner. And I really freaking love it because I never even thought of doing it this way before. But you know, she was like, so oftentimes we are encouraged to write out a list of our dream partner, right? Like physical traits and their personality traits. And she's like, but I'm going to ask you to do something a little different. Instead of focusing on the other person's traits that you're wanting to manifest, which side note, you can't manifest for other people. So that just seems like a really counterintuitive exercise now that I'm thinking about it. She's like, I want you to instead write down a list of how your ideal partner will make you feel. How is that partner that you're wanting to manifest? How are you going to feel in that relationship? How are you going to feel? Not about them. It's about you, right? And I love this because it's really putting it back on you and encouraging you to take back your power. Remember, you are not just waiting around desperately waiting to be picked. You are focused on you. You're getting clear about what you want and you're committed to only allowing aligned partnerships to enter your energetic field. Why? Because you're worth it, right? Like let that be the reason you're single. Not because you're just like waiting around, right? Like, oh, where's my dream partner? Where, when am I going to find him? It's like, um, no, you're being single because you're doing you, boo. You're up-leveling your energy. You're raising your vibration so that you can attract someone who's aligned with those high vibes. You know what I mean? Before I wrap this up, the last thing I want to say is that self-love isn't selfish. Okay. Putting yourself first isn't wrong and being mindful about who you share your energy with or choose to not share your energy with is more than okay. Being single is not a bad thing. It's all about your perspective and how you choose to own it. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.